Welcome and thank you for choosing the Mental Mindset Podcast presented by DBC Sports Psychology. Mental Mindset is hosted by Andrew Tosi and Zach Perkins, who will discuss mental skills, tips, and tricks to help you, your child, or your athletes be the best version of themselves in and out of sports. We hope you enjoy this week's Mental Spark. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mental Mindset Podcast. I'm Zach, and Andrew's here with me today, but he has no clue what's going on, so we'll go to him now. I, I, I'm Andrew. I definitely had something going on. I had no idea if it was already recording, so this is good. Welcome back. This is great. We're killing it already. I, I had no idea. I give him a giving him the thumbs up like are we on are we live and he just takes over the intro that's fine anyway welcome to mental mindset we're really happy that you're joining us uh we're excited to be back it's been a absolutely crazy few weeks and months for us um zach i mean i i think you have the biggest news of all my friend. uh now when i call you daddy it actually means something before we even get into that we have to go back <laughs> to the panic that was in your face when, well, that when you started. did the intro yeah you just i was like oh you're taking my line okay cool i'll just go in the back i've been replaced i'm literally crying right now the panic was so funny you oh thank you for that i needed it this morning yeah you're welcome i guess i didn't even know what i was doing but i was like i was like are we on did you i mean you did the countdown faster than anything reminded me of like isaac from uh, ted lasso was like uh, all right uh, richmond on 12 and everyone just looks at him like, what, what are we doing? And then you were just like, what do three? And I was like, oh, sh- we're live. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, definitely. So big news, though, like you said, uh, my wife and I, we just had our baby. So uh, we're over here just battling for our lives right now, uh, <laughs> trying to sleep when we can and uh, trying to be new parents and figure it all out, obviously. Yeah, man. I think it's uh, it's really exciting. I mean, she is absolutely adorable. Um, and uh, congrats to you guys. Uh on air. Uh, but I've, uh, I've said it obviously before this, but yeah, man, I mean, life has been, life has been pretty crazy. Uh, as the summer comes around, this is actually our slower time of the year. Um, kind of sports are a little dying. You're doing a lot of recruiting and things like that. But for me, my schedule gets a little bit more open if that's even a thing, uh, just cause teaching is kind of slowed down and stuff. But I mean, you know, when we were talking about what the episode to be, like when we came back would be, it was one of those things where I was like, you know what, like there's just been so much change and adaptability. I, I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to this idea of like adapting to change and adapting to uh, just environments that sometimes are new to us. I mean, so we'll start with you. Like uh, how have you adapted to the ability of, or, or to, I guess to the designation of being like a father and, and on top of all the other hats that you wear, uh, which you usually wear around the similar hat uh, anyway, but like you wear other hats if you get what I mean, metaphorically. Uh, so like, how have you adapted? I think it's one of those situations where you just like, a, you don't have a choice, right? Like this is a, a situation where <clears throat> you're here. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that we found out, right, is there's, it doesn't matter how many people tell you what to expect or what's going to happen. Like your baby's going to be different, right? The attitude, personality, whatever it may be. So you're a, just trying to find sleep when you can. And like the sleep, sleep deprivation is real. Uh, it definitely, you know, messes with you and it puts you in a little bit different of a mind frame. So trying to find, I think that time for ourselves and then our times as a family is a big piece of it for us, right? And, and making sure both mom and I have that ability to, I mean, as easy as to go take a shower for 30 minutes, right? But like you just kind of decompress and you get to do your thing and, and be in your own mind space and not have to worry about, you know, hey, is mom all set? Is baby all set? Things like that. Um, 
yeah, the, nobody warns you though. I think that's the biggest thing. Like nobody, nobody has the right advice to be like, this is actually what's going to happen. And this is how you're going to approach it. Yeah, fair. I also think it's nice that you take a 30 minute shower. That's really cool. Um, I- <laughs> I'd like to say I do, but it never like, <laughs> I got necessarily- speech. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sometimes I just got to take a 30 minute shower. I was like, all right, respect, respect. Yeah. I mean, I- I'd love to say that was me, but maybe it wasn't speaking for myself in that situation. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. All right. We won't throw her under the bus. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I think, I think you guys, it's, it's one of those life things that like, you can read all the books, you can do all those things, right? And I'm not even a dad, but like I had multiple friends and family members have kids and you can just see it in their faces. Like there's always these things that you're not prepared for and everything is different. I think that's exactly how life is anyway when you're adapting. Like there's all these self-help books and there's all these self, uh, self-motivation self books and everything. But like, again, I always remind people, those are all those people's experiences. That's all they can really do, right? Uh, is like write about their experience and their kind of, um, I guess, path to get to where they wanted to be but at the end of the day i think it's all about like following what feels good for you you know and like what works for you guys um uh, whether it's whether it's having a newborn baby or making a career change or making a, a big change in your social group or setting boundaries with people like all those kinds of things sometimes result in a, a personality change but also just a uh, an adapted adaptability time that can sometimes be really difficult to kind of uh, i guess move through yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think the other piece of it too, when when you like stop and and kind of, I guess for us, right? Like we've talked a ton of times about having the ability to reflect or whatever you want to call it, right? And it's like sitting here this morning talking to you, it's really weird because you know when we start getting into like podcast mode and we're gonna be like, hey, this is what we want to talk about or whatever, uh, it gives me kind of that opportunity. Like I I reflect it in the moment as we're having conversations. Um, just having that that ability to reflect a little bit and and kind of look back and be like, man, like, let me tell you, the sheer panic when you're at the hospital and all of a sudden they're like, hey, uh, you guys, everything's great. Like, you can go home. And you're like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, yeah, like, it's all on you guys now. Great job. Like, you, you guys are being great parents here. Like, we're excited to see what happens with your baby. And do you just like no one wants to help. Like nothing's going to happen now. And they just, it's literally like they pat you on the ass and send you home. And you're like, Oh, okay. So this is real now. (laughs) It's like Ricky Bobby, where he's just like, I I don't know what to do do with my hands. Uh, (laughs) Hands are just coming up. You're like, I I don't know what to do with my hands. Just put it by your side. You're like, uh, and I keep voting up. Yeah, man, I, I can only imagine what that panic feels like. But I mean, you know, it's it's ironic because I think for you, you've kind of gone through something similar to this, right? Uh, we talked about it in uh, probably season one of our podcast of like your decision to leave your sales job and become a coach, right? I mean, that's a massive change in general as well. Um, and, you know, everyone kind of faces changes and faces, uh, I guess, adversity when they kind of have these things. And you, again, you learn on the fly. I'm I'm a big believer. Uh, it's why one reason when I am teaching, um, I, I'm a believer that we learn by doing, not always just by reading, right? Like there's a difference between like knowing what to do and then how to actually do it. Uh, it's especially in the world of like counseling or sports psych work. It's, it's easy to say, oh, this theory or like this technique or this this practice does this, but at the end of the day, it's really difficult because you have to be able to apply it, right? I, you can know what to do, but if you don't know how to do it, it's uh, it can be incredibly challenging and incredibly difficult to kind of manage through. I think the big thing too, right? When you like stop and think about it, I just made a little note down below so I didn't forget about it, but um, 
if you if you take like just a, a straight scientific approach to what we're talking about, right? Like, and it really applies well in my opinion. But pressure creates diamonds, and that's Ooh. basically that's basically life, right? Like, I guess for me, I enjoy being in situations where there's pressure. Um, it's it's life lessons, it's teaching moments, it's le- being able to learn from from hard situations, but the end of it right like i feel when we left the hospital like i said we had that panic moment of like oh god it's real but at the same time it, we got home and it was just like all right like we're gonna go back to being who we are and doing what we do and, and you just figure it out and that's whether that's us in the situation of having a baby that's me leaving my job and, and becoming a hockey coach full-time it doesn't matter what it is or, or where you end up with it if you put yourself in a situation more times than not where you're just gonna deal with the pressure or you're gonna find your natural reaction to how you deal with pressure long-term it benefits you over and over again, really. Oh yeah, it does, man. And I think, I think the cool thing is that it actually reminds me of a, of a sports psych technique when we talk about like what to do and then how to actually apply it. This one kind of rings true because it's, it's, it's an eyes off. So uh, not IZOD, uh, like the, the wonderful golf company, but eyes off. It stands for individual zone of optimal functioning. Uh, and the whole idea of it is like understanding who people are and using their own personalities and their own experiences to find where they can perform the best. Um, and when you're doing this, it takes a little bit of time because you really have to understand the athlete. You have to really, the athlete has to understand themselves, uh, first off. And then you're trying to find that when you talk about pressure creating diamonds, we, a lot of athletes, um, really have different zones. I mean, everyone has a different zone where they're trying to function at their best. Right. Uh, but like for you, like you like the high pressure stuff. Some people can't stand it. Or if they make the moment too big, that really crumbles them or that really helps them. Again, it's all individual. We could do the vice versa stuff for every kind of situation that I, I, I can kind of create. So I think it's important that we you always are taking everything as a lesson, which you do. Right. And, and I think that's the, for our listeners. I think that part's really important. Like even bad situations have something to learn from it. Um, and I think that part's really important. Like everyone views failure sometimes as like this negative thing. And, and I kind of, that's our culture. That's also the sports culture. Um, but especially depending on the level, like youth sports, winning does not matter. And I'm going to say that loud and clear for everyone to hear. Youth sports, it does not matter if you win or lose. No one cares. Um, say louder for the people in the back. Yeah. My God, I'll scream it. I'll eat the, oh, like eat the microphone if I had to. Um, the point is, is like with youth sports, it's all about having fun and learning and, and, and teaching them skills and all that kind of stuff. Sure. As they get older, maybe in the 15, 16, 17 years old, like it, winning becomes a little bit more important depending on what level they're playing. Um, but at the end of the day, like 95% of youth sports is about learning and, and having fun with the sport that they're playing. Um, when you start adding pressures like money and colleges and where like the coach is being paid to win, um, all those kinds of things kind of become really difficult. Uh, and I think it's super important that we understand that at, at every transition for athletes, um, there's there's always a change for them. And, they, and we have to kind of be the, prepared to use that. So, I mean, you've done a good job of like transitioning. So, like, how have you transitioned with change? Like, who do you rely on? Who are your supports? Um, and like, what are some of the things that you lean on? Uh, not the song, lean on me when you're not strong. All right, that's the only time I've ever sing on this podcast. Uh, but like, yeah, who do you lean on? I think we need to go back to that. I think you need to just keep going. Like, can we turn this into an American Idol thing for you? Yeah, uh, no, I think we're gonna. I think I'm gonna pass hard on that. Uh, I'm more of an opera man myself. <laughs> I mean, I think first and foremost, right? It's like, I, it's my wife, right? She's my support system. She's my rock, just plain and simple. Um, and then it's nice, like we both have family locally, so we we can have those conversations and 
and hope that we can, you know, lean on them. Of course, there's times where the, I'm not going to say feedback, but maybe the advice they give, you're just like, yeah, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take that one. Right. And that's kind of the nice part of being a a grown functioning adult is you get to pick and choose who you listen to and and what you believe or don't believe in. Uh, And then it's you, right? Like I have you or we have our buddy, Nick, like you guys, if I'm going through something and I am just, I'm struggling and I want somebody's advice, it's typically you guys, right? Um, that's a longstanding friendship we've had since we were little kids. And I, I value what, what input you guys have. I know for both of you, right. You're kind of, you're my straight and narrow. Like we talk about it when really we talked about it when you joined the staff of the hockey program. Right. But for me, the reason I really wanted you there and, and and I wanted to push for that was you were going to be the one person on my staff who regardless, so you've known me the longest, you're the one person who could be like, you're being an idiot. Stop. Right. And, the rest of my staff wasn't going to do that. And you guys do like you and Nick will do that for me throughout life. It's not just hockey or this or that. And uh, I think it's finding people like that and being able to, you know, to have those people in your life. And it's not always great. I don't love what I hear all the time from everybody. Right. But at the end of it, like you said, look back at it, right. Reflect on it. Take it in the moment. Sometimes like you, sometimes you just need to take it on the chin and understand like, this is what it is. Um, have you ever seen uh, the show Suits? Negative Ghost Rider. Dude, so it's on Peacock, and it's an older show. I, I just started watching ah! it not too long ago. Um, unreal. Unreal. It's basically it's about a law firm and, and kind of the things that happen there. Uh, but it's really funny because as I've watched it, there are so many, I'll, I'll call them life lessons, right? Whether it's things I've been through that I've learned, um, <clears throat> whether it's just seeing like the fictional you know thing happen in the show. Uh, but it really is about the development of people more so than it is like, Hey, here's a law firm and they're just battling different things in court. And it's been really cool to watch like the character development and the way that the, the writers have worked through that. Um, and it, it just like, it sparked me today today because it fits so well with the adversity and what we're speaking about and finding those different routes and avenues, um, you know, trying to make sure that at the end of the day, don't quit. Don't quit on your dream. Don't quit on what you want to do. Like be who you want to be. That's the most important piece. Yeah, man, I, I couldn't agree more with you. And I think it's important when we talk about this as well to to kind of bring up this aspect of uh, emotional intelligence, right? We talk uh, as a kid, you hear all the time about your IQ and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, as a kid, I never once even learned about EQ or like our emotional intelligence and, and how and how that can be uh, super important. And I think one th- reason that we are friends and like our buddy Nick is we're not afraid to be like, yeah, I'm not doing well today. Right. Or being like, hey, yeah, today, today kind of sucks. And and, you know, I, I found myself um, leaving some friendships and, and finding new friendships that do the exact same thing for me. Like we I have a group chat with another group of friends and like sometimes guys will just be like, yeah, today really sucks. I'm struggling. And I love that, right? Like, again, when we talk about breaking down these barriers uh, and these social norms and these gender roles, I mean, we are taking a turn that I'm, I'm happy to take. You know that one of my life goals is to break this whole mental health stigma for men. Uh, like this idea, like, it's okay to, like, say, like, yeah, today's, like, rough or, like, hey, I'm not doing well. And, and I think that sometimes what happens is guys uh, forget that, you know, their friends are actually there for them, right? And, and I think it's one of those things where, 
Uh, and if your friends aren't, then maybe it's time to like kind of reflect and think about some of those things. And of course, guys are always going to be guys and girls are always going to be girls. Everyone busts each other's um, either balls or non-existent balls. Uh, so it's one of those things where I think it's important that we remember that like there's a difference between like like joking around and having fun and like when someone's actually being serious, like kind of sometimes taking that stuff and, and actually running with it and being being supportive. Um, and sometimes all you can do is be like, hey. Like, I, I can't imagine what you're going through. Like, just know that I'm here if you need someone to talk to. I, it's not your job as a friend to kind of solve a problem. It's your job sometimes just to be a support system. Uh, we can't always solve people's problems. We're not we're not heroes. We don't have a hero complex. And I'm definitely not in any Marvel movies. Um, so it's really important that we understand that it's, it's, it's more valuable to be supportive than it is to try and always be a problem solver. Sometimes people don't want to really hear your opinion about how to solve it. They just kind of want to know that someone's in their corner. Um, someone's got a towel for them when they come back to their corner and sit down, that's going to wipe the sweat or blood from their face. You know, um, I think that kind of stuff's important. Um, cause I, I mean, again, it's about leaning and, and knowing who your friends are. Um, and also trusting that your friends can, uh, or that you can be vulnerable with your friends. I think that part's more, even more important than who your friends are. Um, uh, you know, it goes back to the old saying of, you know, show me your five or 10 top friends and I'm, I'll show you what your future is. Uh, it's one of the it's a saying I heard probably back in early college and it's become probably the thing that's most valuable to me because um, I think it's so true. Who you surround yourself with is usually who you become or kind of the you have like like mindset and things like that. Um, and, and again, it goes back to the emotional intelligence. For me, I keep around friends who have a really high emotional intelligence, who know kind of what they're feeling, why they're feeling it. Um, and I think that part's really important. I think the more that people kind of understand and recognize their emotions um, and then talk about them, it, it, it makes it a lot easier to have honest and truthful conversations. Like you were talking about, like when I'm when you're on the bench and you're doing something, I'm like, mm, that's pretty stupid. Or like, hey, or I, I always challenge you, right? I'm usually I try to come from a curious more than judgmental place of like, hey, why are you doing this? If you have a if you have a fucking reason for it, for me, I'm all about the why in life. Like if you have a reason for what you're doing, who the fuck am I to say, don't do that? Right. Um, so I'm always usually just going to roll with the punches if someone has a reason for why. Because guess what? Just because I think it might not be the best decision. It ain't my damn life. So someone else is going to have to go through it and they might learn something from it. And I might learn something from them doing it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think the big thing you just talked about, right? Like sometimes people just want to be heard and it doesn't have to, like you said, you don't have to be the problem solver, right? How many times have we been in situations? I mean, just with the team, right? There's so many times where players like they'll come up and they'll start, you know, I don't want to call it complaining, but they'll blow off a little steam, I guess is, is the right way. Right. Sure. Um, at the end of it, they may look at you and be like, all right, cool. Hey, that was a great chat. Thanks for everything. And you didn't say a word. And it's like they just needed to get it out and they wanted to be heard. And I think whether that's, you know, personal life, professional life, like there are times and people where you just want to be heard. And I think it's important. Like, I think that's when you learn, right? When you're listening. It, it, you can't learn running your mouth. It just doesn't happen. I was just talking to... Uh, an assistant coaching candidate the other day. So we're going hey, through the whole process and, and shout to out to our out, neighbors. Right? <laughs> and uh, one of the, I guess, you know, honestly, a really good conversation felt like it was going really well. Um, and one of the things we really like started to chat about was just, I guess that value, right. Of like, a, do your values match our values in terms of who we want to be as a group, as a culture, things like that. Um, 
but how do you approach things and how do you handle situations? Right. Because again, like I want, I want to be the person who's never the smartest person in the room. If I'm the smartest person in the room, that room's in trouble. Like get out. Agree. Run. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) Try and have that conversation with this coach of like making sure to me, like that's a personality thing. Right. And you like, you get to know a person really easily uh, depending on how they start talking about that. Right. And that's kind of why I brought it up was like, Hey, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Like I want people around me who are going to challenge me, who are going to have me be a better person. Right. And the response that came after that was going to dictate for me. Right. Are you a legitimate candidate or are you not? And I think we do the same thing. Like I do the same thing when I recruit players. Do you love to win or do you hate to lose? That's a great question to me, right? And that dictates what is your personality. And then it gives me the opportunity from there to listen to what they're going to say and then form my opinion on, okay, yes, they fit. No, they don't. Yeah, man, I think you're bringing up a really valuable point. You know, I mean, 99% of my job is just to listen, right? Whether it's mental health or sports psych work. Um, I don't really do much problem solving. I, I might offer suggestions and things like that, but only once you know the person. Um, so, I, I mean, I think you're so you're spot on. Usually you can tell right away if someone is going to be a know-it-all and act like they know what they're doing, even if they honestly have no clue. Like, we call it like a fake confidence. Uh, or if they truly might know or they're not afraid to ask for help, right? Uh, it goes into like leadership styles and all that. And we can kind of uh, have an episode on that later. But like, it, it's this idea of like a laissez-faire or like a dictatorship, right? Like, are you kind of including everybody around you um, and like trying to get the best ideas on the table and then choosing what works best? Or are you like, I'm the boss, I'm the person in charge. This is what we're doing because I think it's the best, right? Uh, no one's really going to follow you, right? Because you don't give them a reason to. Uh, they're just like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. So we're going to Sorry about that. My dog decided to make an appearance on the podcast, and here we are. But uh, talking about adaptability, we're just going to roll with the punches, right? Um, I did my little uh, thinking face where I go blah, 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 like that or something like that, and then we just kind of move on. So that was a good time. But anyway, what, what I was talking about is like leadership stuff, right? This idea of just finding a way to get people to follow you and, and adapt. And, and one of the greatest shows I think that currently exists, not just because of the way they address mental health, but also just the way that like they kind of talk about things um, is obviously Ted Lasso. I think it's a great show. It was really funny to me, like w- when you were talking about this idea of like just listening and you don't always have to solve problems. Uh, it makes me think of the, a scene with Roy when he's talking to the diamond dogs, right? Uh, and he's just like, wait, so sometimes we just talk about things and nothing gets solved and we just move on. And they go, yeah. And he goes, I like it. Right. And I think it's one of those points where like that, that is so true in life. Sometimes it's just someone just wants to be heard and you don't have to solve their problem. Right. They just want to, they just want to understand that someone else understands or can at least validate that the way, the way, the way that they're feeling is appropriate and normal. Um, so I think that part's really, really important to kind of think about. At the end of it, right, I think you're just in the most basic human nature, we just want to be validated. We want to know that somebody else is on the same level or on the same page and we're not there on an island by ourselves, right? So I think that's the most important piece of, of the listening. Yeah, dude, uh, 100%. And I think it's whether you're a person or an athlete, uh, I think it's important to understand that like your teammates, your friends, your family, whatever your social support system is, they should have your back and you should never really feel like you're alone on an island. And if you think that one of your friends is or they, they're acting like they don't, just ask, right? I, I think it's important to always do check-ins. Sometimes people don't know if they're if they're allowed to come talk to you about it. So it's always being like, hey, man, how's everything going, right? And then you've asked and now it's that person's responsibility to be honest with you. 
Um, so I think that I think that part's important is like, don't be afraid to be honest with the people that are actually asking, because uh, they're usually asking because they care and they actually want to try and figure out a way to, to make it happen. But um, but yeah, I mean, man, lots of changes, but uh, so many exciting things happening, too. I think uh, I think the, the start of this uh, regroup of the podcast is going to be really great for not just us and our mental health. I mean, I obviously love doing this kind of stuff. Um, but we are we are getting a lot of listeners from a lot of different places. Um, and I've even we've gotten a bunch of emails about people asking the one beyond the show to talking about the importance of what we're doing. Um, and at the end of the day, when you go back to listen to our first episode ever, uh, both of our whys is really just to help one person, right? Uh, if we can connect with one person uh, every show or even just one time, at the end of the day, that's a success for me. I'm not here for the millions of people. I'm here for those that uh, are just kind of taking something away from it. And again, these are just our ideas. These are our philosophies and our kind of beliefs and how some things work. And some people might think it's a crock of shit and that's okay. That's fine. I, uh, I'm totally cool with that. At the end of the day, everyone's got to live their own life and, and whatever makes you happy. I mean, Hey, follow your heart, follow your dreams, whatever. Wow. I was gonna like. <laughs> I don't really know how to continue after that. I will make one comment about the podcast, all right? I, <laughs> I am excited as well. Uh, I think the biggest thing that I've seen, like since we we've taken some time here with all of the changes both of us have had happening, uh, <clears throat> I've had multiple requests for different episodes, and to me that speaks volumes, right? Because to me that are like that is the people who follow. They're interested. There are things they want to hear us talk about they want our perspective on uh and for me like i guess that's what keeps me going with our podcast right is when people are that engaged and that interested in like hey we want to hear more we want to hear your perspective i think there's it's just that piece of like there it is for me right there's the validation and there's the like hey someone else is listening someone like i'm being heard and i think that's the part for me that makes it the most exciting yeah, man. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked a little bit about some of the guests that we're going to try and bring onto the show. I mean, we have connections from multiple different areas. You have a lot of college coaches and ex-college players and even some pro players. And, and I've got guys who and ladies who are in the fields uh, at the sports psych world kind of doing stuff, right? Like I was just on a podcast earlier this week um, for the American uh, Sports Medicine Association, um, which was really cool. Um, and we'll definitely share that on the page when it kind of comes out. But I was on a panel full of like other like sports psych doctors and things like that. And we were talking about mental health and athletes and also like body image stuff and all this different kind of stuff that was really cool to kind of just have a panel talking about things that actually matter. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many things that we're going to try and bring to the podcast to kind of give our listeners and just us uh, a different and cool perspective. Um, and uh, when we talk about adaptability, uh, we're going to adapt to the ever-changing schedules of life and, and try and be a lot more consistent for our listeners. Um, Cause I think, uh, I think consistency is more important than even if they're longer or not, like we'll, we'll get on here for 10 minutes. I don't give a crap. And uh, I, as you can tell, I've definitely reduced the amount of swearing I do. I think I've only cursed like three or four times. So I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be a good old church boy. So. Two were in like a 30 second span. It was out of this world. And I was just like, oh, here come the fireworks. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was fired up about it. I was fired up. Fired up. Light them up. Light them up. All right. Well, I'm going to stop you there. We don't need any more of that. I think you've had too many cups of coffee. But Pull the chains. Uh, Pull the chains. <laughs> definitely going to be pushing this episode out pretty quickly here. And then uh, looking like you said, to get back on a schedule weekly, uh, we, I think have figured it out on our end pretty well. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, for, <laughs> for our listeners. Thank you for starters for putting up with Andrew. He is a 
in an interesting mood today. I am, I am, I am fired up, fired up about the idea of this podcast and people just, I guess, taking away uh, tips and tricks to help them with their day. Wow. Uh, so as always, you know how to get a hold of us, mental mindset podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if really, you know, I said it already, but it's huge for us when people reach out and say, Hey, we want to hear you talk about this, that, whatever it may be. So please feel free to reach us, reach out to us there. Uh, obviously, if you know us personally and you have our contact info, you can reach out that way as well. Uh, we're really excited about putting some more content out here uh, moving forward. And other than that, we have the, the Instagram page. We should remind people about that. Uh, and other than that, we're going to get back on schedule. Yeah. Uh, again, thanks for everyone uh, listening and downloading. Um, and if you're ever wondering, this is truly authentic us. Um, we don't really change who we are for this podcast. Um, so know that like we're pretty welcoming and you really can send us whatever you want. If it's mean, we just won't answer. So cheers. I'll be honest. You asked me to edit out the dog bark. It isn't happening because of Ugh. the authenticity piece of it. We literally don't edit things out typically, right? Like we just don't. If yeah, a sound comes up yeah. or something like that, we'll do it. Uh, you know, a big loud bang or whatever. But other than that, we keep it Let's legit. Loud bang. What are you? What are you doing over? You there? have knocked your <laughs> microphone over. In the most embarrassing way ever, while you were sitting yeah, in the recliner. Right. So don't start with me on that. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> you're right. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Cheers.